Good morning. Welcome to Morning Bread, Season One. Devotion with Pastor Chris and another host on Book of Mark. Today, I'd like to welcome Tina to join our program. How are you, Tina? I'm very well, Chris. All right. Uh, let's start our program. Before we start, uh, let's say a word of prayer. Sure. Let's pray. Father, we thank you again for the time we can spend together to dive into your words. Father, send us Holy Spirit and teach us and guide us today. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. All right, Tina, why don't we start with verse 7 to verse 12? Mm-hmm. Mark chapter 3, verse 7 to 12. But Jesus withdrew himself with his disciples to the sea, and a great multitude from Galilee followed him, and from Judea, and from Jerusalem, and from Indomia, and from beyond Jordan. And they about Tyre and Sidon, a great multitude, when they had heard what great things he did, came unto him. And he spoke to his disciples that a small ship should wait on him because of the multitude, lest they should thront him. For he had healed many in so much that they pressed upon him for to touch him, as many as had plagues. And unclean spirits, when they saw him, fell down before him and cried, saying, Thou art the Son of God. Mm. And he strengthly charged them that they should not make him known. So, Tina, share us what God has inspired you with. Oh, yes, Grace. You know, every time when you read the passage again, uh, things just comes out to you, you know. Mm. Um, I see this is actually quite early in Jesus' ministry. Mm. Uh, we are in Mark chapter 3. Mm. Uh, and he just, you know, um, started his ministry, really. But yet he already had um, so many people following him, you know. Yes. You have... Uh, people, you know, I look at the, the map at the back of my Bible. Mm-hmm. I could see that people were coming from the north, which is uh, Tyre, Tyre and Sidon. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is the north of Galilee. Yes. Uh, whereas from Jerusalem and it's the south of Galilee mm-hmm. and Jordan is in between, right? And mm-hmm. this Indumia is actually beyond, it's north, you know, be, below Jerusalem. Mm. And so literally... Jesus had people coming to see him from north to south, from left to center, you know, the, the, um, from left to right. It's between Galilee to Jerusalem is a six days walking journey. Yes. Can you imagine people were just desperate mm. in coming mm. to see Jesus? You see the word, you know, in verse 7, great multitude. Verse 8, great multitude. Mm-hmm. Verse 9, multitude. Mm. And and can you just imagine, you know, you use our mind to imagine the people with needs, with physical, spiritual, mental needs came before Jesus. Mm. And I could just imagine Jesus look at them with compassion. Amen. Amen. And, yes. But yet at the time at the same time, the need is just so great and so pressing. The Bible actually used the word, you know. That verse nine, they crush him, you know, mm-hmm. so much so that Jesus said, "Take me out to the water, otherwise they crush me." You know, mm-hmm. can you imagine that crowd? And they press upon him to touch him. So, human tendency usually is, okay, I need to spend more time with these people. Mm-hmm. I need to try harder. I need to do more. Yes. Uh, because the in response to those needs, 
But amazingly, um, I see that Jesus did not just try harder. Mm. Uh, he, 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 he actually focused on the few people that he had, uh, with him, which is coming from the, 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 the later, the verses mm-hmm. at the same time, other things that is distracting him. If you mm-hmm. read verse seven, Jesus withdrew himself with his disciple. What did he withdraw from? If mm-hmm. you read verse six from yesterday, probably yesterday's sharing is mm-hmm. that the Pharisees were starting to plot to kill him. That's right. And Jesus knew that he was withdrawing from that. At the same time, if you look at verse 11 and third, uh, 11 and 12, there mm. were unclean spirits. You know, Satan through um, the, the demons were working through people to oppose his ministry. Mm. So on one front, you have the needs of the multitude, mm. their physical, spiritual, mental needs. Mm-hmm. On the other end, you have the Pharisees, you have the enemies, you know, the Pharisees and and Satan himself and the evil spirit oppressing him, yes. opposing him. Yes. But yet, Jesus stayed focused to his mission. Amen. Jesus stayed focused to, to the purpose that he was called to come to this world, to seek and to save the lost. Amen. I, when I saw that, I thought I would never be so busy, as busy as Jesus. But yes. yet, my human tendency cry out sometimes first thing, get up in the morning, is, oh, what do I need to do today? Bang, bang, bang. You know, I have my to-do list. What do That's I need right. to do all, you know, today? But I just want to learn from Jesus that to be able so focus on fulfilling his mission, not distracted with all the other things, but he mm-hmm. stay focused and his way of doing his evangelism and and putting forth his mission is through a few good men. That's right. A few, his disciples. That's right. Yeah. So so I, I I really you know first point I want to bring out is Jesus focus on his mission and 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 discipleship. The mm. second observation that I draw mm-hmm. from this passage. That uh, is some contrast, you know. Jesus mm. started off. Oh, maybe you would like to read thirteen and fourteen. Yeah, let me read it. Let me read it. Yeah, thirteen uh, to fifteen, I suppose. Y- yes. So r- verse thirteen says that he goes up into the mountain and call unto him who he would, and they came unto him. Verse fourteen. He ordained twelve that they shall be with him, and they might send them forth to preach, uh, and to have power to heal the sickness and to cast out devils. Yes. So here, um, I just see a few contrast. Jesus started at the sea in verse seven. Mm-hmm. He would he would draw with his himself, you know, and his disciple to the sea. Mm. And then in verse thirteen, saying that he goes up into a mountain with mm-hmm. his disciple. Mm-hmm. So I see see uh, the sea versus the mountain. Mm-hmm. In the first half of the passage, it says about the multitude, the great multitude. Yes, the multitude. And then from verse 13 onward, it focused on the 12. Yes. Jesus' 12 disciple. Yes. The first half, even verse 7, you know, those people, they were following him. They mm-hmm. followed him from all those different places. Mm-hmm. But yet in verse 14, the disciples did not just follow. They were ordained. Amen. So, Amen. it 
it's just um, you know what is the difference between the sea and the mountain? Sea is you walk along the beach, you know, it's like feel the breeze blowing through, beautiful mm-hmm. people's. You know, I don't think they do those things in in those days, but today people sunbathe in the sea, you know, <laughs> next to the beach, nice and relaxing. And mm-hmm. you don't need to go uphill. Whereas mountain, haha, you go hiking. Uh, you know, it, it will be interesting to do a survey. You know, who like to go to the sea for, for 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 nature walk, or who wants to go to the mountain? Because people know that if they go hiking, mm-hmm. they're going to get breathless. Mm-hmm. They're going to have to catch their breath. They're going to sweat a bit, feeling mm-hmm. a little tired. It's hard work. But hard work. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just not as relaxing and comfortable. Well, some people might be, but it is a hard work. Yeah, but yet you know what? As Jesus brought them up to the mountain, when you're up in the mountain, what can you see? You can see further. You、mm. can see things, you know, in His perspective. You can see the big picture. Most importantly, the disciples get to see Jesus' vision,、mm. His mission to come to this world. They、Amen. could see the harvest truly is plenteous, but the laborers are few. Yes, they could see those things. Whereas, while we are down at the sea level, while we're with the crowd, those things are not as clear、mm. as as if we were up in a mountain, in in nature, in solitude. You know.、Mm. So the second point I want to bring out, Chris, is that do I want to be a seaside Christian,、mm. seaside follower of Christ? Mm. That I just enjoy whatever blessing that God has brought to my way, and I just hide back to my house when it rains.、Mm. And on sunny day, I just come out and enjoy and cruise. When I have a knee, I, I go do... to seaside to seek、yeah. for help. <laughs> After、do、that, I go I... home. <laughs> Or do I, you know, do I just want to be called a follower of Christ?、Mm. Um. And. Do I just want to be called, you know, as a Christian by name,、mm. or I want to be known as a Christian?、Mm. You know, or I want to be ordained. People know that.、Mm. Yes, Tina is a nurse, but she is a missionary in the first amen, place. Amen, amen. So, do I want to be a follower, or do do I just want to follow, or do I want to be ordained as、mm. lifetime following Jesus、mm. and doing what Jesus? You know, uh, uh, comes to this earth to do. Yes.、Um, so I see that you know, that's do I want to be get lost in the multitude, or do I want to be the twelve?、Mm. Uh, the twelve, looking at the twelve, they are actually not so much different from the crowd. They have their own thoughts.、Mm-hmm. They have their own shortcomings. They have、mm-hmm. their own weaknesses, but they were willing. They were willing to walk up the mountain with Jesus. That's right. They sense the calling. Yes. Yes. And they spend time. They spend that time with Jesus. Yes. And so that spoke to me a lot.、Uh, what kind of Christians I would like to be. Amen. Amen. Is there? There's a huge difference between knowing about Jesus or knowing Jesus personally. So true. So、mm. true. And、um, even. You know, with the disciples spending three and a half years with Jesus,、um, Peter, after three and a half years, they de- he denied Jesus.、Mm-hmm. You know,、mm-hmm. on the way to Jerusalem, they were arguing who is the greatest.、Mm-hmm. And you think, what hope? You know, what hope did Jesus have in entrusting his mission、mm-hmm. to this bunch、mm-hmm. of fishermen? And you know, come with various background. 
But yet somehow Jesus said he is so focused. He said, this is, I'm going to do, continue, allow my work to be continued through these people. That's right. And um, so I really want to learn from Jesus, you know, um, his focus on, on working through people, with people, yes. uh, investing that, you know, the life and the time with people. And discipleship is the key. Yes. Yes. And, um, you know, Chris, if you have heard some of my sharing in discipleship, you will know that I always like to quote verse 14. Amen. Uh, because verse 14 has such a um, simple definition of discipleship. You Amen. know, he ordained 12, 12 disciples mm. that they should be with him and that Amen. he might send them forth to preach. So a disciple is somebody that spend time with Jesus. Amen. Spend time not to prepare sermon, not to prepare devotion, mm, but just mm. spend time with Jesus. Um, you know how, so I ask my question, is it a duty that I get up in the, in the morning that I, I open my Bible and spend, spend time in prayer? Is it a duty? Is it because I need to teach a lesson mm. or just because I just look Enjoy forward? Yes. Yeah, I just look forward. Is that, well, I just look forward to see what God knows my need, wanting to speak to me today, as well as um, uh, what he wants me to do. You know, Chris, devotional mm. time is my inspiration time. Amen, amen, amen. Uh, ministry ideas all comes out during ministry, uh, during devotional time. Amen. Um, who to contact, who to, who to text message all comes out from the time of devotion. Amen. Um, and, and so, and just sometimes just to hear something that Jesus say, speaking to my heart, it's not for anybody else. It's not because I need to minister to other people, but Jesus just want to tell me that today, that is all worthwhile to mm. spend time with him. Amen. Yeah. Amen. So from then, then he sent us forth to preach, to share, you know, what God has done in, in your life and in my life. That's right. And but this time I also see it expand my definition of discipleship a bit more because in verse 5, Praise 15, God. it actually says that they have and to end means it's connected to verse 14, yeah? That's right. Uh, and to have power to heal sickness and to cast out devils. Mm. Oh, wow. This time I see a very holistic definition of discipleship yes not just to preach not just to share the word of god mm. but also the power it, it's also that physical element to heal you know how to learn to live a healthful living mm. and to cast out demons you say huh every disciple has to know how to cast out demons you know mm -hmm. i thought only pastor can do that <laughs> and you need to fast you know uh, pastor or elder, they, you know, I, I've been more for in, in a couple of those before, but I, mm. I, I just go along with the pastor and the elders and they do it. Mm. I thought, how? But this is a call to discipleship, holistic discipleship, mm. that not just to preach the word, but to heal the sick and to cast out devils. So mm. I said, wow, do I need to speak like Dr. Aaron or Dr. Darrell or Dr. Jimmy? Um, or, you know, to heal them or, you know, to be a nurse or whatever? No. When I uh, meditate on this a little bit more, I think Jesus definitely calls for holistic discipleship in how 
we learn to live a helpful living mm, and we share with other people yes. the blessings that we, 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 we gain through those experiences. For example, if I have a problem at one time falling asleep, you know, like, you know, this is so common these days. It's, uh, people cannot fall asleep. Let's say I have an experience of learning the importance of sleep getting to bed early and then finding my sleep quality better and I, mm. I have more energy for the next day. Hey, mm. use that experience to share with other people. That's right. And and I think that's what God, God calls us to do. We experience it ourselves, the blessings of the health message, and we share that little bit that we know. We cannot give to other people what we don't have, right? That's right. So to share that. And is it always dim, people have to be demon process? How about... If I harvest a spirit of anger, mm. if I yes. harvest a spirit of bitterness, yes. if I harvest the spirit of jealousy, Amen. am I not let Satan take hold of my mind? That's right. You know, am I not processed by that? And how could we learn to be sound? You know, to, to have a sound mind, mm, to mm. put away the lies that Satan trying to tell us that you're not good enough. You need to try harder or look at so and so what they're doing and we compare and we get jealous. Mm, mm. Cast down all those things that hinder us. Mm. When we learn to have a mind of Jesus, to have a sound mind, you know. Paul says that God has not given us a spirit of fear, mm. but of love, but of power and of That's a sound mind. mind. Mm. And so I see the spiritual, the physical, and the mental, social elements all comes together. What it means to be a disciple. Yes. And yes. whatever the work that God has done in our life, we just share with yes. other people. We spend time with Jesus and he will show us how to share with other people. Amen. So that is the three points that I have for today. And the question I want to leave with your listeners, with my brothers and sisters, is that am I, are you willing to give your whole life to Jesus as his disciple, going up the mountain to spend time with him and not satisfied just to be in a crowd and living a relaxing Christian life? Amen. And Despite of life battles, are you still focusing on the mission and the purpose you're called for? Amen. To know Jesus, to be like him, and to share him with other people. Yes. yes. And as Jesus' disciples, how much I love the time that I spent with him each Amen. day. Amen. That's that, it's that sweet experience. Yes. It's not just a duty. Amen. That does that permeate through my physical my phys my health, my mental health, and my relationship with other people, and my ministry with other people yes. to be a true disciple of Christ. Amen. And so I just want to leave those questions uh, in our listeners' minds, and let's encourage one another. Um to live the kind of disciples' life that Jesus wants us to live, to follow his example each day. This is my prayer. Amen. Thank you, Tina. Uh, today, let's close here. Yes. Uh, we'll say the word of prayer. Amen. 
Let's pray. Father, we thank you again for the time we can spend together. And Father, we realize that only spend time with you will make us a true disciple of yours. Father, I pray for all the listeners and for our brothers and sisters here, let us come near to God every morning to have the joy in our heart to commune with our God who loved us so much and sacrificed a song for us. Father, I pray let the morning time, the morning devotion time become uh, the joy of, uh, of our heart every day. And we can draw power, we can draw wisdom from the time we spend with God. Father, please give us a desire to come to you every morning. Thank you, Lord. Bless us continually. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you. God bless you, Chris.